What's up, hockey fans, and welcome back to the Good Goal Podcast, episode 14. My name is Christian Brady. I'm here with Adlil Tiart. Matt, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Good, good. I'm happy to be here. It's a, it's a great day out. If there were a window in here, we'd be looking out at the reflecting pond of Clemson University on a 70-degree day. And Matt, it feels like playoff hockey outside. Yeah, it's uh, it's awesome. It's the best thing I can think of to describe it. It feels like playoff it hockey. Does. Um, playoff hockey is the greatest thing to ever exist. So ever heard us say that? Before? You're just saying that this is a perfect day. Is pretty it much is, what you're it saying. Is. Right. My legs could not be whiter, but I'm I'm so happy about it. I got shorts on. Right <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Uh, today is a good day. Um. I was going to say RIP, but that makes no sense. Uh, to quote Ice Cube, today was a good day. Mm. Good song. If you haven't heard it, go check it to out. To quote Ice Cube and a million other people, but yeah, Yeah, but he, most, he made a really good song. notoriously Ice Cube. Yeah, I don't, why, I don't know why I said that. Let's just let's get okay. into some No, hockey. no, it's okay. Today was a good day. Uh, still is. Possible case of coronavirus here at Clemson, so... Keep your ear to the ground on that. Uh, yeah. Next week is spring break, so we're going to take a week off. Just go enjoy ourselves. Yeah. You're going we'll back up to a, Boston. Probably have a long show Yeah, the week after that. Yeah, we will. Very long show. Actually, we might end up just calling, but for now it's off. We might throw you an emergency episode of something crazy happening. Yeah, I mean, we know something's going to happen right. next week. So we so might just do like a 15-minute call. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, let's get into it. Yeah, why don't we? Um, we, we do want to say though, like, we don't know what's going on here at Clemson. Um, we're, we're getting emails every day about it, uh, with this coronavirus rumors are people down here in Clemson are starting to murmur, uh, about a possible like extended spring break or online classes the rest of the way. We have no idea what's true and what's not, but we do, I mean, this podcast is important to both of us, so whatever happens, we're gonna continue it. Yeah, you'll uh, get the podcast. Yeah, so if yeah. you guys, if you're stuck in Boston, if we don't have classes, whatever, we'll figure it out. Is what that boils down to. Yeah. So, all right, hockey, hockey. How we didn't talk about this last week? I know was beyond me. I know, um, because it happened the day before we. Did it? What day did we do it? Wednesday? Yeah, it happened on Tuesday. Night. Tuesday night. It did. Johnny Boychuk takes a skate to the eye, and wow, he went down. It was kind of a bang bang. Players falling over each other in the goal crease. I can't remember who it was. Arturi Lekin. Okay, thank you. He falls down. His legs go up, mm-hmm. and his skate catches Boychuk in the face. Basically right at the eyebrow. Yeah, and he immediately covers his face, and he's on the ground in some serious pain. And when you slow-mo it... He went immediately off the ice. When you slow-mo it, it looks like he took it to the eye. And it was like... I mean, he could have been... This could have been really, really Mm -hmm. bad. Um, I saw a doctor tweeted and said, Thank God for evolution that the human response is to... Like, when you're in danger, is to immediately close your eyes. So, like, his eyelids, like, just naturally shut. Wow. And yeah. had they not, he would have been sliced in the eyeball. Yeah. Instead, he got sliced right on the eyelid, and it took 90 stitches and plastic surgery to fix him up. 
And he might play tomorrow. And he might play tomorrow. <laughs> Hockey players are the best. This is insane. It's a joke, I know. It's crazy. And, you know, thoughts and prayers to Johnny Boychuk. We're so happy that he's okay. I love Johnny Boychuk. He's obviously. such a big name, too. He like. is, yeah. He's been a, around forever. Never heard a bad word said about him. He's just a solid defenseman. Yeah. And they'll miss him for the time that he's out. When he comes back, it's not going to be like, oh, my God, like season saved. Because they are struggling right now, the Islanders are. But incredible that he's able to play like a week after. I mean. It's crazy. 90 stitches? Yeah. In in such a small area, too, right, know, on, right just, on the island. I think it's just because the cut was so deep. Uh, I don't even want to imagine it. No, I don't. But. But he can see fine. It's so thankful. That Actually, it was hilarious. He After the stitches were done, he was like, he tweeted like, nice everyone, I'm okay. Sorry it took so long to tweet. My face ID wasn't working. <laughs> That's hilarious. Fun. Yeah, hilarious. Yeah. Um, so, again, prayers to him, but he's in good spirits. He's ready to play hockey again, which is a miracle. Yeah. Um, let's go. Scary, this is the point I wanted to make. There have been like three incidences this year where guys have been cut with skates. And unfortunately, it's something, a part of the game that you're never, ever going to be able to limit. Yeah. But, I mean, it's it's definitely really scary. We've seen it more this year than yeah. the past couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Wild. Kids, keep your skates down as much yeah. as you can. Yeah. Definitely don't kick a guy with your skate on. Yeah, Zach Cassian. If God. you're listening... What were you doing? Uh, he's back from his suspension. Yeah, he, he should is. have been kicked out of the league, but <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Watch. He's going to have a Game 7 game winner. <laughs> against the Caps. Against the Caps. <laughs> uh, that would be in the Stanley in the Cup final, final so yeah. I wouldn't. that would be oh, that would piss me off. All right. Yeah, it would. I was uh, going to say, like, would you want that to happen? Because... Last year, I was like, I would rather lose in the first round. I've always said that because... But, but now, thinking back, I was like, that playoff run was so fun. Even though we lost in Game 7, like, that was the time of my life watching them. I would take it again right now if I knew we were going to Yeah, lose. my thing is, like, you get the disappointment over with, right? And we're, we've both admitted a million times that we watch... This is a good point. ...every playoff say. game ever, right? Like... First round Columbus Tampa last year. I watched every game of that series, mm-hmm. and I have no investment in either team. Right. If you lose in the first round, that means the second round, the third round, and the Stanley Cup final are all about just enjoying the beautiful game mm-hmm. of playoff hockey to- without any stress <laughs> added because your team went to the Cup final last year, lost in game seven. My team won the Cup the year before that. The amount of stress playoff hockey puts on your life when your team is still in it is it takes years off your life. Yeah, and there's something to be said about the entire month of April. There are four games every night. It's awesome. In the early slot and the back slot. One, if your team is in it, you're not watching any of the other games that are overlapping. And if you lose, like, I just go to bed at, like, 9.30. Yeah. If we play at 7 o'clock and we lose, I just go up to bed. Like, I don't want to watch the rest of the games. If we win, I'll watch them. If my team didn't even make the playoffs, I would watch, like, as many minutes of hockey that I possibly could. I'd be flipping back and forth between multiple games and then watching the games later. I mean, even, yeah, your team plays Tuesday night and then they have Wednesday night off. I'm watching every game Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. 
I'm staying up till 2 a.m. when San Jose, and they're playing in San Jose, so they didn't puck, drop the puck till 10.30, and it's in double overtime. I'm still watching for some reason yeah, because exactly. neither team will get my money, but it's playoff hockey, <laughs> yeah, and it's exciting. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. I'm gonna. That's a good point. I'm going to stick with, if you tell me the Bruins lose in Game 7 in the Stanley Cup Final in triple overtime right now, I will say yes as opposed to not making the playoffs or uh, losing in the first round. I'd much rather watch the entire run. That's just how I feel. Having watched it last year and losing in such disappointing fashion, I would still take it. I just I don't know what a cup run looks like without a cup. Yeah. Right. It's true. It's I got just two, second I round. Got two now. It's just second round disappointment for me. Uh-huh. So I was thinking about this today. 2011 was nine years ago. Yeah. And Zidane Char was old then. <laughs> <laughs> right? People are like, how many years does Char have left? It's at least 10, if you're listening from 2011. Wow. That's so crazy, too. Like, uh-huh. Oh, I, I don't know why, like, we're so young, but I just, it just, it was in my subconscious, like, we're never going to see 2020. And that's not like a pessimistic thing. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, no. it always feels like 2014 to me. <laughs> There's a John Mulaney joke where he's like going over his Morgan. She's like, so for example, like this is what you'll pay in March of 2022. He's like 2022. That's not a real year. Yeah. It's perfect. And I can't even imagine like for the older people listening, like that were born in the sixties <laughs> and seventies. Like my dad yelled at me for calling him old. I said older. Yeah, like no, older, older than is us. better. For, but the, for the middle-aged people. I'm just listening. saying, like, they grew up watching the Jetsons, and they were like, this is not real. Or, what? like, Back to the Future <laughs> 2 came out in 2015. That was five years ago. Yeah. Whereas 35 years ago when that movie came out, they were like, we're never going to see 2015. Yeah. I want to know from the over 50s that listen to us, is it better to be called old or middle-aged? I feel like middle-aged is worse. I don't know what... I don't know why. I, I don't know. Because as soon as I said that, I was like, wow, that's far more insulting than old. <laughs> when you say it out loud. Yeah. <laughs> well, old is so vague. Yeah, right? exactly. Because my dad was telling me, he's like, when I was 19, I was calling 30-year-olds old. And now he's over 50. Right? So, like, old to us is 29. But yeah. middle-aged is, you, you, it's in a number range. Whereas old is just old to us. Yeah. I mean, it is weird when you're talking about hockey, where it's like, I mean, he's pretty old, and he's 34. Yeah. And then, I don't know, someone will run for president, and they're like 58, and they'll be like, oh, they're pretty young. Well, like, something I compare it to is Messi. When he, him and Ronaldo turned 30, I was like, oh, my God, they're old. Yeah. It's But it's because they've been playing since they were 16 yeah. on such a yeah. huge spotlight. So it's like, it's not... How old they are Like 30 is 30 is really young Yeah But it's the amount of miles That they've put on Right And it definitely hits you When it's like These guys you've been Watching your whole life Are like Older now Yeah Like Brad Marchand Is always like To me he's still the young I mean it's probably true Of anybody I don't think this has to do With how old I am Or how young I am I'll say I think it's just like My whole childhood Okay I guess that does Have to do with how old I am Watching Brad Marchand, he's still like a kid to me. Well, he acts like one. Well, yeah, that's true, but it still feels like he's like the young kid. It's like, wow, we have him forever, but he's like 31 now. 
Yeah. I'm like I'm excited though for the new generation of hockey players, right? Like, yeah, I am too. Charles going to retire I think soon. <laughs> Who knows? Um Marchand Bergeron, they're going to retire relatively soon. 5 6 7 years. Yeah. But if Pasta? Yeah. I know. McAvoy, right? Like for us, we got Wilson, Verona, like Think about all over, and the then league. just all over McDavid, Matthews, McKinnon, McKinnon, Jack Hughes, Taylor Hall's only twenty nine. Quinn Hughes, Quentin Hughes, Quinn. Why did I say Quentin? Carter Hot, Carter Hot, Bennington. Anyway, the list Ke- goes on. Kevin Hayes, the best but, one. Yeah, I'm excited for this young generation. Not that I want the old guys out, but hockey's in a good place. Yeah, it's yeah, like LeBron sure. says it all the time. That he's ready to leave basketball in the hands of the younger generation. I think hockey's in better shape than basketball is. Yeah. That's just because of bias. There are a ton of stars in the NBA as well. I think football's in a good place, too, with all these young studs at quarterback. Yeah. Baseball's in trouble. <laughs> yeah, baseball is in trouble. All right. This is a hockey podcast. Wait, how do we even get here? I have no idea. Tori Krug and Brandon Carlo, both in upper body injuries. Uh, we'll, bo- we'll both miss Tuesday's game. What's, what's today, Monday? Both missed tomorrow's game at Philly, which is tough because Philly, nine wins in a row. And we're going to talk about it later in our standings and our cup picks. We picked 10 teams. Somehow and we're our eliminate. picks have already aged, and we're not even wrong yet. Yeah. It's and only been a when week. When we made the picks, they'd won seven in a row. It barely even changed <laughs> since then. It's only been a week. It's just like you realize at this point, and we're going to talk about it later. Like, now you look and it's like, wow, there's 13 games left. Oh, right. I just got turned on when you uh-huh. said that. That's awesome. I know. I don't know why we always want the season to end, but I do. When we get down to like five games and we're still have races this tight. Well, we talked about it last week. Blues, Colorado. It might come down to that game 82. That game's going to be so electric and it's in the regular season. I know. Someone said today that the wild card in the West could be a four-way tie for the last spot. So what do they do? They do a four-team playoff? ROW is like the first thing I look Yeah, at. but I want a four-team playoff. <laughs> yeah, play a tournament. And oh, it- my God. Play, it, <laughs> play a tournament. Like in Switzerland or so- somewhere sick at an outdoor rink. Oh. No, don't do that. Like threes on chill? <laughs> McKinnon, Landeskog, Makar. <laughs> You do a three you do an actual Chell tournament to see who gets into the playoffs. I'm down. I am too. All right. So what do you think about this? How long are they gonna be out, Mr. Bruins expert? I don't think either of them are very serious. The Bruins are in a good spot right now where yeah, anything that you can nurse, you're going to. So that's hopefully that's what that is. I they both played on Wednesday. I, I don't know. Nobody really looked great on Wednesday. We had a terrible start and then played fine. I'm saying Wednesday. Completely arbitrary day. I have no idea when that game was. Saturday. Why did I think Wednesday was? It's all good. Um, Yeah, they're six points ahead of the Lightning. I think the Bruins, barring anything insane, I think the Bruins are going to win the President's Trophy. Agreed. I, I mean, they're the best team in the league, and when you go to the West, they're six points ahead of the Lightning, who's second in the league, and then the Blues are third in the league, also with 92 points, uh, and they're six ahead of them. So, yeah. Which is insane that you pretty much called this. I know. 
before the season. I know, but I also said then that, like, I don't know, though, because President's Trophy teams don't do well in the playoffs. I'm also, I also said the Devils were going to win the Metro, and they are 31 points behind the Caps with a minus 38 goal differential. I said the Rangers were going to win the Metro, so. We were talking about the Rangers make potentially making the playoffs. I I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, it doesn't now. look great. Yeah. Um, anyway, back to the Brandon Carlo and Tori Krug. Not going to last long, but it's going to be tough to beat Philly without him. Oh, yeah. The hottest team in hockey. Wins, too. They definitely want to win that division. Yeah, they're tied with the Caps because now. Because in the, in the Atlantic, there's literal talk right now about whether you want to finish first or second because – playing the Leafs who are weaker this year than they have been versus playing Columbus or Carolina or Florida or the list goes on might be tougher but for the Metro to have to play Pittsburgh in the first round versus any one of those teams I just named you absolutely take the other team yeah you don't want to play Pittsburgh Pittsburgh is two and eight in the last ten you remember when we were talking about them winning like six in a row we're going to talk about this again and then we talked about them losing like five in a row. But there's something to be said about before you get to the playoffs, you've already beaten like a slump. If they dig themselves out, say, in the next week and then have a good finish to the season, they are better equipped for playoff hockey than the other teams are. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think I like them. Yeah, but... But let's move on with the headlines. All right. Or you can say what you were just going to say. No, I was... We'll talk... We. We keep going back to the standings, and we have a yeah, whole segment okay. at the end. I'll just add it there. Speaking of Philly, James JVR, James Van Reems, like out four to six weeks after breaking his finger on Wednesday versus the Caps. Did you see the play? No. He blocked a shot, went off the ice, broken finger. Four to six weeks puts him – four weeks would be first round. Like uh, probably first or second game of the playoffs. I stopped watching after uh, they scored. Oh, uh, so um, it must have been late in the game. Yeah, because our – Tom Wilson got in a fight with this kid, and Philly, the Flyers' Twitter account tweeted, standing up for your captain. And, like, the start of the fight. People were trolling him because he got beat. Yeah, so then the cap said, why, why don't you post the rest of the video? Mm-hmm. And it was Tom Wilson just beating the crap out of him. Yeah. And then... Because they show, they show... It wasn't even a gif. Like, they don't even have an excuse. They literally posted a video. It was like a six-second video. Of them just uh, like dropping the glove. Exactly. Anyway, just show so th- the whole fight. Yeah, so then the, like- the Capitals are like, you missed posting the whole video. It, it worked out in the Flyers' favor, and I'm going to tell you why. The Cap said, you missed posting the whole video. Like, show the whole video. This is how it ended. And it was Which Wilson they're the right, but tough move to jump in. Listen. B5 to 2. I know then where this is going. The Flyers tweeted back and said, sorry, we were busy editing, like, the three unanswered goals we just scored yeah. on you. And then the Caps didn't even post until, like, five hours after the game they tweeted, on to New York. Uh, so, don't they, troll they somebody. An, uh, no. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know. I talked. We talked about that in my social media class. I brought it up and we talked about, like, how you, how you talk, like, how the social media team prepares, at, like, after they get trolled, right? And the Caps just like it's interesting. ignored the Flyers, but anyway, they've won nine in a row. But JVR is like, he's not their best player, but he's their star player. Like this was huge for them. Yeah, to get it's him a big, big two loss. seasons ago. 
Yeah, it's a huge loss for them. Um, but they're tied with the Caps right now. Mm-hmm. Also, if they need a couple wins in the last couple weeks, don't be surprised if JVR comes out with a cast on his hand. Oh, I didn't think about because that. that's what hockey players do. Yeah, but four it, to six weeks—that's yeah. tough, especially with like what two weeks to go, three weeks to go in the season. So yeah, it no, it's it's a bad, it's a good and bad time to lose a guy because two weeks from now it'd be awful. Right now, it's like you're teetering the line of because a lot of hockey injuries feel like they fall in the four to six week range. Am I off about that? No. I think that's really fair. I think everything we've talked about has either been out for the season or four to six weeks. So we're teetering that line right now where you'd miss significant playoff time if you start to get hurt at this point in the year. So, like, getting hurt whenever this happened, Wednesday? Yeah. Almost a week ago now. It's it's not a good time for it, but it's also not the worst time for it. They will be fine. They're eight points points ahead of the first wild card spot, so they can afford to drop a couple games, Mm -hmm. which they won't. Like, they're not going to get so far behind. They want to win that division, but it's hockey. It's not extremely important that you win it because the teams that win it don't always win. Uh, No matter what, you are every single series – you're playing the toughest hockey games you've played all year. Really, It really doesn't matter who you're playing. If we're being completely honest, matchups are important. But when all's said and done, the teams that you thought were going to win at the beginning almost never do. Yeah, but Philly and Pittsburgh, they Philadelphia wants to avoid that bloodbath of a first round because they're just... They're, if they get out of that yeah. series, they're just going to have nothing left for the second round. Yeah, you say bloodbath, but it's really a bloodbath between fans. They're both, like, skilled teams. Yeah, but... It's different than, like... Let me think. If St. Louis and... What's a good example? I want to get a really, really good example for Battle this. of Alberta. Perfect. Those are Calgary both Edmonton. physical teams. It's probably not going to happen at this... I look down. I haven't heard nothing about Calgary. Just assume they dropped out. They have it. That's a perfect example. Battle of Alberta. Or if they get, like, Vancouver in the first round, which are two physical teams. That's a lot more... I I don't know. I've never played in a playoff series. I wish I have, but I hadn't. I don't know how different it is playing a fast-paced... I know from my own personal experience that I like slower games because I was slower and more physical and I could get space for myself in slower games. But I don't know whether it's more taxing on a decor to be hit all night but play slowly and be able to make your passes or to be like have no space on the ice everybody's on you quick but you're not really getting hit that hard I really have no idea both both are going to be emotional I think that's the biggest aspect of it is that emotional series take way more out of you than non-emotional series so in that way you're right brought it all back wanted to disagree with you but I didn't alright um yeah Moral of the story is they lose JVR, which is a huge loss, but they're going to be all right. They're, mm-hmm. they're going to make the playoffs. Oh, uh, yeah. And uh, they might win the division. They're looking at Watch it, your right? mouth. Carolina defenseman <laughs> Brett Pesci out for the season after shoulder surgery. We've talked about this quite a bit. Yeah, we mentioned his name. We name-dropped him a couple weeks ago. Um, teams that are – I'm trying to figure out how I want to phrase this. Teams that are not treading water, like Montreal. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a couple injuries last week, and they just set out for the season, uh-huh. right? So, like, 
out for the season doesn't really mean out for the season if you're going to make the playoffs. But to bring that all back in, Carolina's only two points out of the wild card. Uh, actually, they're tied. No, they're in the second wild card right now. They are treading water. They can't afford to lose people. So out for the season for Brad Pesci means out for the season. It means he's actually done. Yeah. Yeah. Surgery is probably looking at like five months. So Which hopefully he can get back for next year. Stinks because he was part of their. He was a big part of their run last year to the conference finals. Yeah, he was. He was. He's a great player. They are going to miss him. Anyway, hopefully he recovers well. Can have a good year next year. That's really all we have to say about that. Tampa Bay Lightning defenseman Ryan McDonough, the former Rangers captain. It feels like, other than Hedman, all of the Rangers D, or all of the Tampa D, once played in New York, mm-hmm. um, returned on Sunday. That's that's huge. Yeah, it's enormous. And why don't we just get right into this? They okay. lost Victor Hedman for a night. We think he's day-to-day, so we'll probably play again. Yeah, so it was it's so big because Hedman didn't play on Sunday. I do that once an episode, so that's tradition. There you go. It's tradition. Um <laughs> he tries to fix his headset and he punches the mic on the way up. Yeah. Um it's you don't want to say perfect timing, but it is perfect timing that Hedman is now missing day to day and you just yeah. plug in Ryan McDonough. Yeah. But yeah, it's huge to get a middle six I mean, he's not really a middle six guy, but he is in I actually don't know where he fits in. It's possible that he plays with Hedman. I would assume he doesn't. I'll look it up. Uh, but, yeah, he's probably middle of the sixth defenseman, so like four or five, three, four, five, which is huge. Guys like that are so understated. God bless you. He's not the all-star he once was, though. No, he's not, but definitely extremely important to that roster. Yes, he's on the first pairing. As of now with Hedman out, but it looks like he's the left-handed, so he'll probably take Sergachev's place when... Hedman comes back. Yeah. Yep. This is cool. I don't want all these ads. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What. All right. I just exited that. Anyways, good for them to get him back. Hedman, they need him. He's arguably their best player. He's arguably the best, best defenseman in the league. Yes. As far as, like, shutdown guys goes. But people say it all the time. He has the most surprising offensive game of a defenseman that you've ever heard because he's like, Enormous guy who lumbers down the ice and just rips clappers. When I hear Victor Hedman, I think of how good Sweden is. I know, hockey. I know. They're Bring really back are. Olympic uh, NHL players in the Olympics. Actually, why don't we There's get into plug. this now? I didn't put it in. Okay. The World Championships in Halifax for women this summer have been canceled due to coronavirus. Oh, my gosh. Which is sad. This freaking thing is ruining everything. I know. Like, all our study abroads for Clemson got canceled uh, spring and summer. Yeah. Coronavirus is getting a lot of airtime on this podcast. Oh, my gosh. Last week at Trivia, someone's name was COVID-19 is my favorite beer. That's nice. so funny. Nice. Uh, it's not funny for the people affected, but it's just <laughs> it's irritating, and it's funny. It's, like, funny to look at it from this perspective. <laughs> exactly. Um, but All the memes it's, that I probably shouldn't be laughing at. Yeah. Well, it's like pissing me off that like all these things are being canceled, and I don't know. I don't want to get political, so we'll no, just I know. we'll just stay away from that. Yeah. Um, this one this one isn't funny, but it's kind of funny. Uh, New York Rangers Chris Kreider out four to six weeks with a fractured ankle. Uh, he blocked a shot against Philly. Why is everyone getting hurt against Philly? 
um, or Philly players getting hurt. He hopes he comes back sooner than four to six weeks. So, so two things I want to break Basically, down. Basically, if we're three points out in the last week, I'm playing on one leg. Yeah. Uh, first thing, four to six weeks. Hmm. Yeah, Have we yeah. heard that before? I know. And it's two, really weird. the reason it's not funny that a player got hurt. It's funny because we're already defending himself. We're pissed off that he didn't get moved at the deadline. Yeah. He stays in New York, and, and now he gets hurt. And now they're uh, like a playoff contender. Yeah. And now when it could get exciting. Basically, we were just cheering for excitement. If he went to Colorado, it would have been so exciting. He stays, signs a long deal, and then there's some excitement and he gets hurt. He, Chris Kreider is robbing us of everything we want. Yeah. Are you kidding me? That's all I got to say about yeah. that. I, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I I mean... No, I... No. Yeah. I think they're too far gone. Yeah. It looks like... It looks that way as of right now. But we've said it before... How no, good? Are, how Matt, good are they gonna be, Matt? They're low on that list that you just showed. They're three points out of the wild card. They're not making it. Oh no! But to go back to what I just said, the Islanders are struggling. Islanders suck. All right. <laughs> Can I get back to what I was trying to say? I guess the Rangers are gonna be ridiculously good in two years, if not next year. Yeah. If yeah. I agree. All right. Um, speaking of how good the Rangers are, let's just get this over with. You want to say it? Yeah, Mika Zibanejad pots five goals. Five. How many? Five. Including the overtime winner and a 6-5 win over the Capitals. Okay, so game's tied at four with a minute left. Mm-hmm. Minute 30 left. Mm-hmm. They're on the power play. I have an explanation for this. Okay. A uh, slap shot comes from the left face-off dot, and it's a. it goes behind the net, bounces off the yellow board, goes right to Zabanajad on a rebound, and he freaking just sends it home for his fourth goal yeah. of the night. That's not the thing I have an explanation okay. for. Then, the best six-on-five team in the world, the Washington Capitals, pull Braden Holpe to the bench... OV scores six on five, like we have done nine times this year, most in the league. We go to overtime. They have. Uh, oh, now I'm blanking on his name. Anyway, Jacob Truba and our yeah Panarin. Truba Panarin and uh, Zabanajet on the ice. I can't remember who I was listening to. Uh, but he said, if the puck goes anywhere near Zibanejad, the way tonight's going, the Rangers are winning this mm-hmm. game. Uh, breakaway for Zibanejad, mm-hmm. and I got up and started walking away because I already <laughs> knew he was going to put it in the back of the net, and he does 6-5 Rangers. That's how, it, that's how it went. Also, the Rangers traded him away last year, and then they get him back in the offseason, and he's their best player. And it's really not even close. He pulled into the top five of scoring with that goal. Which is wild. He came out of nowhere for that. Well, that's what happens when you score five goals. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. There was a goal earlier in that game. I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's possible that this is another game. There was a high stick. The puck hit the post. And then was put in by the Rangers. I have no idea. Okay. Either way, this happened. It's a new rule that I learned about. If... 
there's a high stick above the crossbar near the crease that then hits the post it resets the high stick I think I like that so you can touch up as the team who committed the high stick after that and they scored and it counted I think I like that here's the thing if you high stick a puck that hits the post and goes in is that a goal I don't think it is but under the rules, it kind of sounds like it would be. Um, so you're saying it went off the post and it, then... High stick off the post onto another person's stick. Oh, another court. person's stick. So normally... So you're saying if a high stick goes bar down, yeah, is it a goal? Oh, I don't think it is. I don't think it is either. Because we would, it would have happened by now. I guess it's someone has to touch it. Who knows? It's a weird rule that I didn't know, and there aren't. Please, if you know the rule, or you like are just interested in looking it up and adding us on Twitter, please do that. Yeah, that'd be nice. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Anyway, he was the best player on the ice. It wasn't even close, and the this just gets back to the point that the Rangers are going to be insane next year, or yeah, they the year are. after that. Yeah. All right. St. Louis forward Oscar Sundquist has been fined $5,000, which is the maximum allowable fine for a non-suspendable offense. Uh, he, that fine was assessed for roughing Chicago defenseman Adam Boakfist on Sunday night. Too many Vs. Yeah, I know. Names. They're both Kfists. I don't know how that happens. But Sundquist is a repeat offender. He was fined early in the year for charging Anaheim goalie John Gibson. He was also knocked out cold in the preseason by Tom Wilson last year. All right. Tom Wilson was subsequently suspended 18, 20 games, then reduced to 18, mm-hmm. which at that point, what are you doing? I think, yeah. But, yeah, I don't have much to say about this. If you haven't seen the play, he just kind of, they're tangled up a little bit, but then you see Sunquist's left hand just go rogue, and he's sort of like butt end slash forearm slash like underside of the fist hits him with that in the head. And Boquist now has a concussion for it. He got he got a roughing penalty and then also or got an elbowing penalty for the play. Also got a roughing penalty for like a scuffle that happened afterwards. But he was he was obviously fine for the elbowing penalty. I didn't see it, but <sighs> it wasn't like oh my god, but it was I mean he he definitely meant to hit him in the head. So should he have gotten suspended? No. Okay. I don't really. I mean, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> right. Five thousand being the maximum fine seems a little weird. I was thinking that too, but like my thought was I mean, it's, a fi- lot of, it's a lot of money. But yeah, my thought was like five thousand. I know that's enough. Why these guys? Exactly. But but it is NHL doesn't have the ridiculous contracts that the other three sports have. So. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't. Like, $7 million a year in NBA is like a bench guy. Mm-hmm. $7 million a year in the NHL is you have to be a top six forward. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So, so. it is a lot, but still, for it, a lot of guys get a $5,000 fine, which makes you think, like, if it were higher, then they might. They would have more fluctuation yeah. on who they would be finding. Not that I really care that much about that. It probably works out better for both 
that the player safety department doesn't really have to decide how much to find guys because then you get like, well, this guy got fined $3,553 yeah. for And then it's all subjective. Of, right. His was worse than mine. But. Exactly. If you give everyone 5000 then it's whatever. All right. Speaking of 5000 Roman Josie, defender for the Preds, uh, cross-checked. Dallas forward Corey Perry on Saturday. That's weird saying Dallas forward. Yeah, Corey it is. Perry. I know. He played for Anaheim forever. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was fined five thousand dollars as well. I didn't see this hit either. Um, but there's, there's Corey bad Perry, blood there. Corey Perry threw a terrible elbow. He's such a dirty player. Yeah, but he's really good. Uh, he's all at right. Least, at least he was. Yeah, this isn't two thousand seven. The Hart Trophy in twenty what? Ten? Um, I don't know. Was he? Twenty twelve. Something like that. The Corey Perry Hart Trophy. Let's look this up. Did he win the Hart Trophy? Oh, yeah. Big time. 2011. Ew. It's a good year. Was it? He's an ugly dude. Huh? He is an ugly dude. <laughs> He's just staring at you like a smurf. Corey Perry, oh. if you're listening, I don't like the way you play <laughs> hockey. But I forget who he laid the hit on, but he was suspended five games for it? Yeah. That was in the Winter Classic. That was in the Winter Classic. Yeah, and yeah. he had to do that whole walk of shame, which was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he had to on walk a football like field in the and the ice is 40 yards away from the tunnel. Good for him for having to do that walk. Ha ha. <laughs> but he won a hard trophy and a Stanley Cup in 07 with the Ducks. So, so I mean, basically you're a pigeon and you don't get to talk about pre- it. Yeah, pretty much literally anything I say doesn't matter to him <laughs> considering he has won the two most elusive things in all of hockey. Uh-huh. And we have... Actually... He has the trifecta, a heart trophy, a Stanley Cup, and a gold medal for Canada. We have the sphere of influence of 18 regular losses. <laughs> well, any Dallas fans, ha-ha. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah all, that's literally the only influence we'll I have. We'll sick our podcast listeners on you. Yeah. And then you'll see what happens when 18 people 18 with, angry people with, come at you on Twitter. With four Twitter followers start chirping you on Twitter. <laughs> Anywho... Um, if you want to do that, do it. Just tag us in it. Yeah, CC us on an angry email. Yeah, you send if, him. <laughs> if you're going to tag us in a tweet, make it very controversial so we get some engagement on it. All right. Jeez. Very controversial about hockey. Please keep it within the sphere of hockey. <laughs> All right. Can we move on, please? Uh, nobody cares about this fine. Uh, Robert Luongo has Whoa. his... Try again. What? <laughs> oh, Roberto. Sorry. Yeah, what? <laughs> All right, you go ahead with this one. Roberto Luongo had number one retired in Sunrise. Robert Luongo. Who am I talking about? I don't know. This guy's like a Hall of Famer. Wow. He is a Hall of Famer. He's the third most all-time wins behind Patrick Waugh and another guy. Um, What, Ken Dryden probably? No, it's not him. Most? Uh, Marty Brodeur? Yep, that's who it is. Um, yeah, it's Marty Brodeur. Why am I so good? Yep, it's, Marty Brodeur, Patrick Waugh. Marty Brodeur's not even close, dude. Yeah. It's 140 more wins than Patrick Waugh. <laughs> He's... Uh, I, I've, I've said it a lot that Patrick Waugh's the greatest goalie of all time. He's not. Um, it might be Marty Brodeur. Yeah, I think it has to be. Ah, oh, three cups? Yeah. Jeez. Anyway. Yeah, uh, Roberto Luongo. Yeah. Stud. He deserve this should have been done a long time yeah, ago. He deserves it. But I wish you could not retire goalie numbers because there are really only like four you can pick from. <laughs> 70, 31, 
30. Seven, not, not even really 70. If you're, if you're talking about traditional goalie numbers, this 30, 31, 33, and 1. Right. 32, I guess. Yeah, 70's kind of a forward number. Yeah, 70 is weird. 90? Yeah, people do 90. I mean, goalies are bending it more. The point is, like, every goalie should be able to wear one. Just retire his name. Nobody can put Luongo on the back of their jersey anymore. What? <laughs> um, and it's kind of weird that this happened in Florida where he kind of just, like, had his ride off into the sunset. Yeah, they should do it in Vancouver. Yeah, they should. But Florida wants to honor him. He was a, a leader for them. He grew hockey there. He was he's oh, still absolutely. great in Florida. So they want to do it there. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, good for him. He said when he retired he wants to take a few years off to rest and then get back into the game somehow. So I'm looking forward to him getting back in as an analyst of some sort because he is a great person. Oh, he's awesome for the game. And on his Twitter is Strombone. I really don't know why, but it's spelled like Trombone with an S in front of it. Don't ask me why. But it's hilarious. He had a tweet the other day. I feel like we talked about it, but it was really funny. It's a cool story, huh? Yeah. Are you awesome. guys laughing? <laughs> Anywho. Anyways, follow yeah. Strombone. It's a, it's a good Twitter account. He's a good personality. Ray Baker. Uh, <laughs> Ray ba- What? <laughs> Why bring up Ray Baker? Just because of funny names. <laughs> Ray Baker is funny. Um... If you don't know what I'm talking about, go check out the Beer Money Sports Podcast with Christian Brady. That's my other podcast that my brother uh, donates to, and he gets very pissed off that I don't do once a week anymore. So, Nick, if you're listening to this... Completely fair criticism. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, football's over. Anyway, I-, I need to get back into it. So, But this is the Good Goal Podcast. Yeah, good for him, and let's move on. Uh, Henry Richard passed away last Friday... This is such a huge loss for the hockey world. Him and his brother, Rocket Richard, two of the all-time greatest players to ever live. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he has the most Stanley Cups ever with 11. And he won five in a row as the center, you wrote this, as the center mm-hmm. of his brother's line, Maurice Rocket Richard. S- this kind of, Henry Richard gets overshadowed a lot he by does. his brother. Absolutely. Because his brother... For a long time, was the greatest goal scorer of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has, he has the highest goal scorers award named after him. Yes. With that being said, eleven Stanley Cups, most all time. With the can, I mean, he is a yeah. Canadian icon. I, I I don't know. I didn't obviously. I didn't watch him play because it was a '50s, '60s, '70s kind of guy. Yeah. Um. I knew of him, but I don't know him like Rocket. Yeah, I agree. I just I don't know what to say other than this is such a huge loss for hockey uh-huh. and Montreal. There's a couple cool things about like his life. He was five seven, small dude. He back then there was one way to play in the NHL, and it was by playing juniors. And he almost he was only invited to a camp to make a junior team because of his older brother. And he ended up making the junior team and then obviously having one of the most successful hockey careers of all time, winning 11 Stanley Cups. Yeah. I saw the day he passed, I saw someone tweet a GIF. It was a video with no sound, but um, him passing to his brother Rocket on a game-winning goal to win the Stanley Cup. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, that is awesome. 
So it's like a parent's dream. Oh see yeah, two kids play the together. Richard parents are probably. Oh man, yeah. So he joins his brother in heaven, and you'd have to think that they are on the all-time hockey oh, yeah. team up there. Oh yeah. So, R.I.P. Um, prayers for his family. Yeah. Eleven Stanley Cups. I've made this uh, comment before uh, we started. Bill Russell, mm-hmm. most world championships in basketball, also is 11. So that's kind of cool. He just accepted his ring for the Hall of Fame and jacket. He said, I don't want to be the first black guy in the Hall of Fame. I don't deserve it, which is awesome. I wish every single basketball player would take a page from his book in that humility is very important. Yeah, because that's a hockey guy's mentality. It really is. We've said it before. Basketball is run by egos. Yeah. Whereas hockey's not. Bill Russell's number is not retired in the Boston Garden because he refuses to attend a ceremony. And he's arguing. Boston. They should just find out when he's coming and then just do it. <laughs> like, there it is. See? Can't take it back. Uh-huh, we got t- you. We're not taking it down. Yeah. Bill Russell is one of the classiest guys to yeah, ever live because classy. he absolutely hated L.A. when he played. And he wore a Kobe jersey to the Lakers-Celtics game. Yeah, he... I mean, there's obviously more guys involved in this that I don't know about, but he was part of the beginning of that rivalry, which is one of the best in sports. Him and Wilt. Yep. Yep. All right. So, yeah. Uh, we don't want to overshadow... This is not a basketball yeah. podcast. We don't want to overshadow Henry Richard. Yeah. So, he had the, 11 rings. I don't know if you ever finished that. Did yeah. Russell had 11 yeah, rings? Yeah, yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah, most all time. Okay. Uh, no one's gonna ever catch him either. So, no, one no, of the greatest ever. Do no it. way anyone ever no. catches them. No, with the power nowadays. Era. Yeah, yeah, maybe in a hundred years. So, R.I.P. There's a cool story on Sunday, International Women's Day. The Blues at Blackhawks game was broadcast and produced entirely by women. I didn't know that. This is an awesome story. I caught a little bit of the game. I really didn't watch that much because I was working, but. Caitlin Urka, I apologize if I have spelled that wrong or whatever, but she pitched the idea. She's a producer already at NBC. Catherine Taffin, obviously a very famous and notable hockey personality. Uh, she and Jen Botterill, again, I'm sorry if I got that wrong. She's a three-time Olympic gold medalist for Canada. They anchored the broadcast, so, you know, before the game, after, in between periods. Kate Scott did play-by-play. And color was done by American gold medalist Kendall Coyne Schofield and AJ Meshko. Wow. Too many hard names. But it is really cool, and they did a great job. Yeah. I, I think it's awesome. Perfect day to do it. We've I mean, and we've also talked about how we need to grow the sport in women because the women's national team for US is the best in the world. Like mm-hmm. we saw that in the Canadian series with them, US Canada series. Um. So what? What better way, right? And we've seen um, last year at the All Star Game. I can't remember her name. U.S. gold medalist did the skills competition, and it, she, would, it was Kendall going Schofield. Was it? Yeah. I don't think it was. It was. Anyway, it could have been Hillary Knight. I think she might have been there too. I think they were both there, but Kendall Coyne did the. Uh, she did the fastest skater, and like almost won it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was this year, right? 
No. This year they did the three on three tournament. All star women's skills comp. Uh, it was someone else because we talked about it in my corporate com class. Brianna Decker. Um, yeah, Brianna Decker, twenty nineteen. She won the skills competition. She beat all the guys, and she didn't get the money. In what? In the skill. I don't know. I don't know what it was. Like the officer. Oh thing? no! It was the passing. Oh. She did the shortest time. She beat all the guys, yeah, and they didn't should, pay her because she, she wasn't officially... Yeah. So, a, was it Adidas? Oh, CCM Hockey gave her the money. That's cool. Yeah. Good for them. So, that's just another example of, like, women are... The women that are involved in this sport are world-class athletes. The best part of the skills competition was the three-on-three tournament between Canada and U.S. Or not tournament, but game. Yeah. It was electric. They were awesome. I've said it before. We had the national team actually play in Walpole against like a local team as like a tune-up for the Olympics, and it was incredible to watch. They were so fast. I mean, there's a bunch of women's hockey around Massachusetts all the time, so I've been around it. But it's all. It has to grow. It has to grow, and it stinks that the Halifax World Championships were canceled for the flu, basically. But. Again, hopefully they getting, can. Hopefully they can play it again like next year. We're not getting political. No, we're not As Trump it. calls it, the Corona flu. God, he's roasting a disease. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> to get back to International Women's Day, there was a UFC fight, women's title fight, and it's like the greatest fight of all time. Oh, now, and then, was that guy Islam something? Yeah, his first name's Islam. He. Went on Twitter and was like, this is not a women's sport, with his hand over his face, and it was one of the best UFC fights of all time. Yeah, it was the best women's fight of all time, hands down, and it's arguably the greatest fight of all time. And they're like, this is going to do phenomenal for growing UFC. Yeah, it should. And but if you always... haven't seen Joanna yet, Jacek's forehead, go look. Oh. It was so swollen, she looked like Megamind. Yeah. Um, but this, I mean, women are... Starting to take over in all sports, and, yeah. and I'm here yeah. for it. Me too. Especially hockey. It's electric. And it is a different game. It's like baseball versus softball. It's like women's hockey is so quick and skilled because there's no contact. It's so fun to watch. Yeah. It's like softball. College yeah. softball is one of the best sports out there. Oh, my God. It's spe- I'm so happy that Clemson got it. All they right. pitch from 60 feet away. No. 45 feet away. They run 60-foot bases. So, happy International Women's Day. Yeah, on Sunday. We're running that out of time. That broadcast was a great time to do that. Yeah. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. All right. So, we did our cup elimination. Christian Brady's idea. Uh, Stanley Cup team elimination. Dropping, picked. A, dropping a government name there. Yeah, there you go. Um, I didn't say your middle name. Okay. Literally, our names are on our business cards. <laughs> um, we each pick 10 teams that we think have a shot to win the cup. We eliminate two every time we come back to you guys. So last week we named our 10. This week we're going to name our 10 and then tell all of you fine listeners which two we're eliminating. Uh-huh. Go ahead. My original 10 were Washington, Pittsburgh, Boston, Tampa, St. Louis, Colorado, Dallas, Vegas, Edmonton, Vancouver. Okay. My original 10 were Capitals, Penguins, Islanders, Bruins, uh, I put Tampa, but Lightning, 
Blues, Avalanche, Stars, Golden Knights, and Oilers. Go ahead. I am – so here's my thought process. I'm okay. going to tell you. Yeah. I have five teams on here that, in my heart, I know they're not going to win. Okay. Hint, they're all in the West. Okay. And there's only one team in the West that I think has a legitimate chance. Eh. So Who's I that? chose – so I chose to eliminate my two favorite teams from the West because that'll keep me from keeping them around. Long or not my favorite? They're not my favorite teams. They're my most fun to watch teams because of two particular players. Three, I guess you'll say. But I wanted to eliminate them so that as they go forward, my mind doesn't evolve. That takes know? that takes bias out of it. Exactly. I like that. That's what I wanted to okay. do. So I took out Colorado and Edmonton. Which is such a shame because Colorado, I've, I'm open about it. They're like my second favorite team. Uh-huh. Uh, and you I love criticize watching, me a lot. No, I do, but I love watching Nathan um, I But it's a problem because I honestly think they're the best chance out of the West. Uh-huh. So, and you eliminated them to like get rid of bias. And that like, yeah. it's like counter bias. <laughs> right? That's kind of true. You're yeah. like, I'm yeah. getting rid of them because I don't want to have feelings yeah, you're for them. Right. You're kind of right. But now they're they're still, I think they're the best team in the West. Yeah. So, okay. Um, I just, for whatever reason, I don't think they're going to do it. Okay. So I'm, I'm kicking them now. That's your reason? Like, no. Is, are there any Ed- other reasons? Edmonton added a lot of pieces, but the fact is they score a ton of goals and they give up a ton of goals, and that doesn't translate well. Your goal has to be your best player in the playoffs. And that's evident as why so many goalies win con spice because the best teams have the best goalies. Who is their goalie? Uh-huh. Exactly. Daniel Riddick. Which I thought he it was Daniel Riddick and Cam Talbot. Mm-hmm. Um Cam Talbot's been along for a while. Daniel Riddick is somehow not Theo Riddick. No, no, no. So <laughs> uh, that's such a weird comparison. Uh, um, no, I'm saying like no, you know I got it. Too? I'm just saying. Daniel Riddick was on Calgary. Cam Talbot was on Edmonton. Mm-hmm. Now Cam Talbot's on Calgary, and Daniel Riddick's on Edmonton because they're the ones who fought in the Battle of Alberta. Yeah, and I didn't even know they like no, switched Mike places. Smith. Mike, Smith, Mike Smith. Sorry, sorry. Daniel Riddick is still on Calgary. I think. Yeah, he, yeah. I'm why? I, anyway, I knew Calgary Either, switched. That's why I was like thinking about it. But Mike Smith. Uh huh. But you're right, Cam Talbot and. I'm I'm so confusing myself. I'm not forgetting a name. I'm confusing myself as to which of the teams Mike Smith is on. I think he's on Edmonton, but Why it's possible are we he's so on Calgary. God, we have a hockey podcast. We don't even know this. Ike stuff. Smith. Yeah, that's exactly who I wanted to look up. Mike Smith. Actor. Okay. Mike Smith, ice hockey goaltender. Edmonton. So it was him. Good. Okay. They have a choice to make. Yeah, he was in Calgary earlier in the year. That's why that is. Uh, no, I don't want to look up Daniel Ricardo. Nick, if you're listening, he's winning the the F1 title next year. You guys watch Formula One? Yeah, Nick's huge into it. His uh, phone cover is Lewis Hamilton. Um, yeah, Daniel Reddick is still on Calgary. Anyway, Mike Smith. We, exactly. That, that was kind of my whole point. Is yeah. That Edmonton, we don't really know who their goalie is. They need it. So that's why I'm eliminating them. They need the goaltending, and their def- their defense has been lacking. They picked up pieces, but it's nothing to write home about. One of them is Mike Green, who's 100 years old. Whoa! So, I don't care actually. Yeah, Char- <laughs> former Capitals. Charles is 100 years old too. Um, all right, my I name my picks. I'm getting rid of the Islanders, 
Thank God I am because <laughs> they're horrible. I know. Um, they're not horrible, but they've lost six in a row. Well, and no, the they Stars. Could, they could win nine in a row right now. I don't know. think the Stars are going to – they don't have it. They don't have the I, it factor. I thought about eliminating Dallas as well. I love Ben Bishop. That's why I kept them. Awesome story. Speaking of Dallas, uh-huh. I'm going to Texas this week for the NCWA National Championships for wrestling. I'll give the Clemson wrestling team a shout-out. I'm the manager slash assistant coach. Uh, it's awesome. I love the team. We're going to Dallas. Well, we're technically we're going to Allen, um, but we're flying into Dallas to go get the coronavirus, and mm. we're thinking about going to the Stars oh, game. It's a hot climate. It does bad there. Well, there was like a confirmed case in Dallas, and Ted Cruz <laughs> oh, yeah, has like quarantined right. himself. That's right. Anyway... I might go to a Stars game on Thursday. I'm so excited to just see, like, another hockey stadium. And the Stars are awesome. So Yeah, that'll um, be fun. It'll be it'll yeah. be cool. But I just, I just don't think they have enough pieces to win the Cup. With that being said, I, you need an all-star goalie to win the Cup, and that's exactly what they have. They have a Vesna winner and Ben mm-hmm. Bishop. But, that's why I wanted to keep him around. Um, I just think the Avs and the Blues coming out of the Central are—they're just better. They're just yeah. More. No, I think you're right. They're more complete. So, yeah, that's why. That's, that's not to say that I doubt Grubauer. I think Grubauer is really good for Colorado. It's just with the amount of talent they have up front, the fact that they haven't run away with the West at this point is like a red flag. I know that sounds weird to they say. They have though. It's them and the Blues, and really no one else. Yeah, but the, the West is so bad. Yeah, but the West is bad. They have run away because they're the Blues are tied for third in the league or tied for second in the league with Tampa. Yeah, they're playing so much worse competition. All right, whatever. Um, yeah. So we 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 each have eight teams. Um, let's check out the standings real quick. Yeah, Stars have actually lost five in a row, um, but they're still five points ahead of the Wild. Shout out to the Kings. They won five in a row, and now they're only 486 points out of the wild card. <laughs> so, good for them. Oh, good luck, guys. <laughs> uh, I think that's it, unless you have any uh, any other comments about the standings. No, Nashville. Okay, Vancouver, Nashville, and Winnipeg are all tied for the third wild card spot right now. Third wild card spot? Second wild card spot. Three teams. Nashville coming out of nowhere. Winnipeg struggling a little bit. They, that's a lie, but they're fighting to get in. It that's a team where it was like beginning of the year you'd think yeah they'll make it. Who knows that they have what it takes to win it? But yeah they'll get in the playoffs. I put Thanksgiving break. I put San Jose in. Yeah, that stinks. <laughs> but San Jose's at made the, it like every point, year. At the time, it wasn't a terrible pick. Yeah, but at this—I mean, they were struggling then too. At this but. point, they have a minus forty goal differential, which you can't get much worse than that. Unless no. you're Detroit, who has a minus one hundred and nineteen goal differential. They're still the Caps. Still have the record. What is it though? Are we, we getting we, there? No, we looked it up. Oh, uh, it's like two hundred and six or something. It's not even close. Um, Capitals nineteen seventy four. On the road, Stats. Detroit is two or five twenty six and three. They had one hundred and eighty one goals for four forty six. Wow, that's, that's really not goals even that bad. against. 
So minus two sixty five. Oh my! So no way. No, so we're not close. But they had twenty one points. It's the worst season in a while. Detroit will go up there as one of the worst hockey teams to ever play the game this season. Fair enough. Um, but nobody will ever touch the inaugural no, cap no, season no, for worst no, ever. They won't. Um. Yeah. Anyway, Nick is not going look for Seattle. Yeah, I had a no, not a chance with these new rules. I thought when I was talking about Nick, hey, uh, Nick and his longtime girlfriend Jan are expecting, and he wants to name the kid Lewis Hamilton T. Art. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Yeah. But yeah. she, she, Jen's not having it. So Jen, if you're listening, please reconsider. What does she want? Like Sidney Crosby, T. Art? No, like, I don't think so. Yevgeny Malkin, T. Art. She's not a. Penguins fan. I know. I just trying to think of things that would make you angry. Make me angry. It's not yeah. my kid. Joe Thornton. TR? If it were your kid, it'd be Devonte Smith Pelly TR. Because <laughs> you're. I've always said Deshaun Watson TR, but Devonte Smith Pelly TR is awesome. Has a good ring to it, doesn't it? Yeah. DSPT. Yeah. Awesome. Um, what would your kid's name be? Tom Brady. Brady. <laughs> Good one. Um, I don't know. Probably something cool like Spark. I don't know. Something unique. Like Bronco Mendenhall's kids? Cutter? Uh, probably something unique like George Foreman 7. <laughs> yeah, like George Foreman's kids. Uh, what are you doing for spring break? Going home. Going to a game Monday night. I think we're going the same night. Yep. Caps. Uh, not, uh, not to the same game. Caps Oilers. Excited to see McDavid yeah. Dryside will put up eight goals on us. Bees, Blue Jackets. Oh, that'll be a good one. It will because the Blue Jackets are fighting hard. Yep. Plus Tortorella in Boston. Yeah. He's going to make a scene. <laughs> yeah, he is. I hope he runs on the ice. <laughs> I hope he is a lunatic because that'd be hilarious. Yeah. So we might have it again. We have no idea what's going on with COVID-19 here in yeah. Clemson, yeah. but we'll keep you all updated uh, probably via Twitter. Um, and we'll figure it out next week. We might, or we could probably call all of you individually too. Yeah, you guys will know because you just know us. Because <laughs> you're our family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, shout out to our parents because they're awesome. Yep. Uh, shout out to our siblings because they're weird and awesome. Yeah. I mean, am I off the ball on that? No. Danny's playing golf today. I hope he played well. Um, I don't know what my brothers are doing. It's like 75 at home. Warmer than it is here. So I was excited because I'm going to Texas. I was like, yes, it's going to be summer weather. I can go like go outside. It's going to be nice here, bro. It's going to be like 70. It's like not pool weather. It's going to be nice. That's nice, though, yeah. All right. I, I've been trying to say goodbye forever. Um, all right. We'll see y'all soon. I don't want to say next week. but Yeah. See ya. See ya. Peace. <laughs>